Ooh, what's up, Internet? My name's David Webb. I'm Ariel Edwards. A wild mellow appeared. <laughs> we get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Uh, that's right. Welcome back to a nightly morning show edition of, uh, it's a Tuesday edition. It is, yes. Yes, of the nightly morning it show. It is a Tuesday. I almost just called, I, I actually did just call you Famelo. I almost said a wild Fanta appeared. And I, Wow. <laughs> Famelo. Famelo. A wild Famelo appeared. No, it was, Perfect. yeah, it was, it was a slight sneeze beforehand. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, just something in my nose. Oh my god, oh my god. Um, that's right, we have a mellow the bard here. Welcome, welcome. You do have something under your nose. I do have something under my nose. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Unfortunately. Whoa. Sorry. Sorry. I just can't. Like, I can't. Like, I can't. It's for charity. I know. And you have the audacity. I know, I know, but you look to come out so against it. weird. It's literally for charity. I know. I, I know. I'm a terrible person. I, you. I know. I can't look at him without laughing. Yeah. Like, 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 no joke. Like, he walked, it, like, he came, walked out of the bathroom last night, and I'm just like. I feel like it's serving its purpose, then, one way or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know exactly. I mean? my, my goal in life is to make people laugh. For those of you who are listening to the audio podcast, sorry, I just switched the mic to the good mic, uh, and the beginning of this was bad audio, but the, um. I'm so sorry. The, the, the thing that Mello and my wife are making fun of me for at the moment, uh, which Mello also has one of, so, uh, is our mustaches. We have big, thick caterpillars on our faces. Uh, if you if you want to see pictures, I'm sure there will be some online. There is a video um, of this on YouTube, and we are growing our mustaches because it is Movember, uh, which yeah. is why you're here, Mello. You uh, you invited me to be on your Movember team, and yes. I thought uh, I would have you on the show to talk about uh, your journey with Movember and. Um, you know, this this incredible cause, as we're, what, two weeks, we have two weeks left to raise money for this. We're about halfway through. We've we've well passed the halfway point of our team's goal. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which is great. Uh, over $600, so yes, that's great. Mm-hmm. And thanks for having me today. It's, um, no, I've, I've been doing this for a while, I think, almost since I was able to grow facial hair and a couple of, uh, you know, sports guys in school or did the little dirt. That could you know, be 12 or that could be 18. you got to clarify. Oh, no. <laughs> like, uh, maybe 17 or 18. All right. Um, yeah, ever since you could get a little fuzz growing on the top of the lip. Uh, but back then it wasn't so much a, a charity. It was, you know, just fashionable and, oh, Movember, mustache, so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was only about five years ago I discovered it was an actual thing, uh, Movember.com, a charity. Mm-hmm. And it raised money for for uh, things that have affected my life, um, and from what I've heard, affected your life as well. Which is mm-hmm. is prostate issues, uh, men's health, uh, men's mental health. Mm-hmm. It's an absolutely great cause. Um, you talked about a little bit what why you were doing it uh, in the in that video, which was a, a great and honest video. Thank you. I don't know if you'd like to share anything now or, or anything like that or um yeah for those of you who haven't seen the youtube video that i made um i, I i've actually lost two grandfathers to prostate cancer uh in the last um 10 years um and you know it's it's one of those things where it is a genetic disease and the man i'm named after because i'm his direct descendant had it so there's a very good chance that like that's my future and that i i have a i have a high risk of prostate cancer and um I have a higher risk of prostate cancer because I have had, uh, I've been diagnosed with prostatitis once uh, when I was in Japan. And so now I have to spend my life, not spend my life, but I have to um, do certain things in my life to limit my risk of getting prostatitis again Mm. and of getting um, prostate cancer in the future. For me, a lot of it is diet and exercise. Uh, I, so I, yeah, it's, it's, you know, a, a condition that I have to actively keep my body um, fighting against. And, you know, I know that those things work because they're amazing scientists. I said this in the video, but they're amazing scientists who have done amazing research on these things and they know how to fight this stuff. And I'm really grateful to them and I want to support them. And that's why when you asked in October if I would do this with you, I was like, yes, I'm on board. Let's raise money for a great cause. Mm -hmm. Let's grow some mustaches. And, you know, we've both done that. 
I, I, I think yeah. there's a thing about Movember that people think that it's like because when I had the similar experience in high school, we're like, oh, it's Movember, we're all gonna not shave, yeah. and everyone just looks bad for a month. Like <laughs> yeah. everyone in yeah. high school is just like, oh god, except for that one dude that for some reason already had like chest hair coming out of his collar. You know, it was my Italian um, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mine was Mar- Mario. This this kid I knew who was the greatest <laughs> soccer player. And so we just called him Super Mario, and then he grew this killer mustache at like fourteen, and we were like, "Dude, you are literally," and yeah, like how? I don't know what happened to him. He was always like, "I'm going pro, guys." He just loved soccer; it's all he did. He, he was that kid who would be like in the hallway, like bouncing a soccer ball on his knee while he would talk to you, and you're oh, like, "Yeah." You're like, "Okay, got." Okay. Um, <laughs> David, would you be Luigi? I think uh, Drifted Normal in the chat brings up that I'm very tall, and I would not be Mario. Well, yeah, Rebel says that you and Melo could cosplay Mario. Really I'm, I'm a little bit wider and oh, I think so I could do funny. Mario. That's so funny. Oh my god. Bob Hoskins. I mean, what a guy. I mean, hey, you know, Halloween comes around every year. It's just it a, does. It does. The red and some overalls. We want to do um, a cosplay of Mario and Peach where she's Mario and I'm Peach mm-hmm. in like the full dress. Yeah, I want to get it. David a corset. Do it. I just want to be a pretty princess. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, what? So you've been doing this for a while. How, how many times? How many years have you been doing the team on their website? Uh, if if you go on our team, it says only two. But I had a uh, I did one with family and friends previously, a different mm-hmm. account. I just uh, now that we're on the internet, I changed accounts. Yeah, too much personal information on the old one. Yeah. Um totally. But uh, yeah, so I've been doing it for five years, raising money. Um, I tend to average about. Uh, Five hundred to a thousand dollars every year, which is—I mean, that's a lot. Great, you know, yeah. just going solo at it. I do things. Mm-hmm. There are various things you can do besides growing a mustache. Uh, it encourages you to uh, move from November, which is the first four words of November. Very mm-hmm. clever marketing. Um, <laughs> and uh, they encourage you to run sixty kilometers throughout the month of November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that last year. That was a big goal for me. Uh, I, I am not a runner. You better um, get on that. <laughs> I am not a cardio person at all, and it was difficult. Mm-hmm. But uh, the reason it's 60 uh, is is because there's another reason for Movember, and it's uh, men's suicide awareness and prevention. Yeah. Uh, and the statistic is that uh, around the world, once every 60 seconds, a man will commit suicide, which is a lot, a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Four times more likely than women to mm-hmm. commit suicide. Uh, so running 60, uh, 60 kilometers to help that. Uh, the years before, I would just, um, you know, ask people for donations and everything. But now that I'm a workout kind of guy, I, I get moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, I'm doing, uh, for the office, I was doing push-ups, sit-ups, and squats. Um, one rep is $1. So people would come in in the middle of me having a meeting and just drop and give me 20 and to get up out of my meeting chair and that's awesome actually i love that mm-hmm. yeah i really love that that's such a smart way to get like the people around you like you know charity at times can be hard i think um yeah especially right now we we live in a time where there's so many causes yes it's so like i get inundated with like here's another thing to give money to every day and you know i would love i would love to give money to all of it i just don't have a job right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah and you know we're we're trying to figure out our financial life and so you know if you can come up with ways to make charity engaging and make it and and make the person giving the money get something back which not not like a physical like i'm not saying like give them merch or something i'm saying like the the physical enjoyment of like haha that little laugh (laughs) they get when they make you do a push-up you know what i mean is Mm -hmm. enough for a lot of people to feel invested in something beyond just another cause. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you know, it's especially through the pandemic, there have been so many worthwhile causes and there's so many things that deserve to have money thrown at them. Yeah. Um, yeah. That it's hard for people to choose. It's hard for people to wade through that and figure out how much money do I actually have to do this and where should it go? You know? And, um, you know, I think Movember and charities like this that make it social and, you know, like the, the water bucket challenge, oh, yeah. the ALS the thing from a few years ago, um, just give people a way to engage in it. Yeah, you can offer something, money. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really smart. Um, and, you know, this is a charity, you know, you brought up suicide. I mean, like the, the, the numbers around men's suicides, uh, particularly in the United States, is, is just is, is staggering when you really start to dig into it. Um, especially when you start to consider like suicides by um, gun death, yeah. Um, and you know every country in the world where you see um, gun sales go up, 
you see that like men taking their lives with those same guns uh, rise almost at an equal measure. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and it really is something that we, we need to talk about, uh, particularly mm -hmm. because I, I think that that particular kind of um, death typically comes because those men feel like they can't approach anyone about how they're feeling. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they feel trapped in a situation that they can't express to another person. Mm -hmm. um, and we stigmatize men opening up. We, we do it. Like, our, our media d does it. You know, our, our films, especially 80s, 90s, early 2000s films, mm -hmm. obviously now it's a little bit different. Um, yeah. Man uh, up, toughen up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the communities where that message is strongest are the communities that have the hardest times with these kind of issues. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, <laughs> when, I, when I brought up for the first time to some friends uh, that I was diagnosed with prostatitis, um, the first joke in, out of everyone's mouth was, oh, so like some doctor put his finger up your butt, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> because that's how we diagnose it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's it's funny. I get that there's a joke to it, but at the same time, we make that joke so much that I feel like there's a lot of men under the age of 50 who feel like, oh, I could never do that. Well, because my friends make fun of it. I could never yeah. go get tested for this thing that I should probably get tested for. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we stigmatize the diagnostic procedure so much as like a humiliating thing that you should never go through mm -hmm. that when men need to go through it, they, 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 they can't. Like, they don't want to take that step. They yeah. want to push off that as long as possible, and then they end up with surprise prostate cancer because yeah. they've never done the early screening stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I know that, like, in my life, I'm going to be, because of my, um, because of the likelihood that I could get this, I'm going to be someone who once a year at, like, 35 on is going to be going to a doctor, bending over and coughing and doing the whole thing, and I'm, I'm not going to make fun of it. And I'm not going to be embarrassed about it. And I'm going to try and be public about that because I think that too often we make these preventative things that are very important um, a joke and they shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. we don't make jokes about mammograms. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, it's true. We make joke about like the procedure itself, but mm -hmm. it's not the woman's fault that the thing, that the thing they put their boob in is cold. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Yeah. No, but you know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I, I think that it's important that we stop being like, I don't know, that, that we just stop the conversation around particularly like prostate checks or testicular cancer checks. Yeah. That we take away the stigma of it yeah. and the like, the joke mm -hmm. of like, oh, the doctor's going to do the thing to your butthole. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah he is. Cause I don't want to die. Like, yeah. it's two seconds. You don't, it, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. I've done it multiple times. It's nothing. It's yeah. insignificant in your life. Just another doctor's visit. Yeah. yeah. Which is another thing. I, I feel stereotyped that men are more afraid to go to a doctor. We feel like mm -hmm. we'll be just fine. Mm -hmm. You know, we need a spear sticking out of our chest. And even then, oh, maybe I'll just sleep it off. Because <laughs> but a scratch. You know? like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it is, that's especially hard in the States, too, because the access to healthcare is so, yeah. it, it's it's impossible. Dude, I, I having lived in the States for 10 years and coming back to Canada, um, I've needed tonsil surgery since I was, like, 16. For the last 10 years in the States, I haven't gotten it because I couldn't afford it. That's because rough. I didn't have access. That's rough. And then I came back to Canada, and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 we'll get you in, um, I mean, as soon as we can, in the middle of a pandemic. Also, it's free. And I was like, yeah. why? Why have I been doing this to myself for 10 yeah. years? Yeah, I can't imagine. Um, it's got to be rough. Like, you think you're just going in for a regular checkup, and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden you have a massive bill and you yeah. know, because they found some issues. And yeah. I, I can't imagine that. That's... Yeah, it's it's something It's 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 something they need to figure out. Mm -hmm. um, uh, <laughs> my brother says my family always makes fun of me for how quick they go to the doctor when I'm not feeling well, but almost every time it's trying to be something pretty serious. Mm -hmm. Mac, I've never made fun of you for going to the doctor, but I'm pretty sure you're not talking about me because we haven't lived together for 10 years. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that Mac's right. Like, you know, we, yeah. we, we make fun of people for going to the doctor. We make fun of people for, hey, I don't feel well. There is a person who can help. And people are like, nah, you're fine. Don't go. And yeah. you're like, but but there's a person and they can help. <laughs> but there's also something to be said as well <clears throat> about um, uh, the workplace and their allowance for being ill. Yeah. Um, you know, like, uh, hey, workplace, yeah. you know, I am sick and I need to go into the doctor is often a struggle. Now yeah. in COVID times, they can't. Like, you know, if you're like, I'm sick, they, their hands are kind of tied in that sense. But before that... Wait, people still go into a workplace? What's that like? I know. 
<laughs> I know, wild. Um, but no, like that's 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 a big thing. It's like if you if you are taking time off work to go into the doctor and stuff, you need a note and you need to pay for this and blah blah blah. And it's just you know um, making it more difficult for people doesn't help these issues. No, you know, like, I feel like Europe has it even better than us when it comes to that stuff. No. Just yeah, go with the doctor here. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, as many days off as you need, right? Yeah. Well, but it's it, it so silly to me. Like, if you're if you if you run a business, ostensibly everyone who works for you is an adult who you trust with your business, but you think that they're going to lie about going to the like the fact that you're like, oh, but make sure you get a note, and you're like, I'm an adult and you're an adult. We are yeah. two adults who work together. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. gonna ask me to. Oh, doctor, can you please tell my boss that I'm not lying to him? Well, and like, the notes you have to pay for. You have to pay for a note? Yeah, you have to pay 50 bucks for a note. Yeah. Yeah. In Canada? Yeah. Yeah, you. the doctor's visit is what? free. Because yeah, yeah. it's non-essential. It's like it's an extra. Yeah. But At you're, least, okay, yeah, the one thing I'll say for the American medical system is I've never paid for a doctor's note for work. Okay, oh, but wow. you pay like $600 for a checkup. So like, <laughs> maybe it's bundled in. Yeah, they probably. Bundled. <laughs> that's fair. Um, but, but no, that's the thing. It's like you're like I've like uh, many employers that I've had are like, you know, if if you need this, you have to get a note. Tw- okay, it's twenty five. It's twenty five. Okay, I was like fifty dollars. Seems right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So expensive. I was like, it might depend like, on the doctor, I guess. But it, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have been places where it is more expensive than twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird concept. And like what? you know, it, it yeah, and it and it. Why do you need a note? <laughs> disincentivizes people from going to the doctor when they're sick. Like I, I it, that I. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate it. I hate I hate when workplaces treat you like you're like trying to scam them. Yeah. And you're like, no, I work here. <laughs> I need my the job. money. <laughs> but not even I need the money. Like. I like being here. Like the, I've had jobs where Sometimes. I where I've had like the one boss who's like pretends that everyone's scamming them, and I've literally just been like, dude, like I've been here two and a half years. Yeah. What What am I gonna? You think I'm gonna start? Not everyone's now? in that chair. Or something no, no, I know. Have I a job because they, it's all they can get, right? <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know. But I've had jobs like that, and like I'm still I don't show up every day being like, oh, how can I screw them out of money? You know, that's not yeah. my like. Yeah, I mean, uh, not everyone's us. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, there, there there are people out there, I'm sure. And 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 I, you know what? I get it. I have actually I have worked with some of those people. And so I understand. Yeah. But like, you know, having to having to first of all having to pay out of pocket to go to the doctor when you're sick for an, a note and calling out of work and that kind of thing disincentivizes people. Having 100%. to pay for the mm-hmm. visit in the states disincentivizes people. Yeah. The stigma around it disincentivizes people. And it's so, almost like they don't want you to go to the doctor. Yeah, but it's just absurd. To me, it's like the government being like, "Hey, um, we know you're hungry, but what if you eat tomorrow?" <laughs> and you're like, well no, "Well, no, there's food in the grocery store." And they're like, "Yes, but don't go because like you're strong, right? You don't need to go to the grocery store." Yeah, it and doesn't like, matter how much food the grocery store throws at every day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Truly. That's a whole other. (laughs) (laughs) The truth will shock you. And and you know where it goes? To Tiger King's tiger plant. (laughs) I did not know where that was going for a moment. That's the whole thing, right? He's got the, like, the 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 expired meat truck. Yeah, the the meat truck. Yeah. For those of you who don't watch Tiger King, this makes absolutely no sense to you. I'm sorry. (laughs) If you didn't watch Tiger King. Did you watch it? I did. You did. I did. Yeah, the Walmart meat. Mmm. I love how everyone says I watched it with like a sense of shame. Like, yeah, like, I know. Oh, yeah. I'm like, no, I watched it. I am ashamed. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. Here's what I will say about Tiger King because we've never talked about it on the morning show. The editors did a great job, like bang up job editing that together into something that was consistently shocking and Ridiculous. entertaining, and managed to raise the stakes even when the stakes genuinely seemed to peak. You were yeah. like. This this can't get crazier. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. this can't get more ridiculous. And then seventeen percent of Oklahoma voters voted for him. So <laughs> like I don't know, guys. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> All right. Should we move on to the first story of the day? Let's do it. All right, y'all. It's Life Day. Happy Life Day. <laughs> it's uh, see. I got That's Star it. Wars. He's got Star Wars. She doesn't have Star Wars. But I, you can here. Just hold this. Now now you're sure now to Star, I'm Star Wars. Wars. Now you are Star Wars. <laughs> um. That's kind of true though. The the child is kind of what Star Wars is now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's the main... Yeah. I mean... It's like Baby Yoda's head. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. I know. <laughs> it might overshadow Darth Vader a little bit, like... Yeah. A little bit. 
I, I think that there's a bit of Vader fatigue. Yeah. I, I think that, like, Rogue One, everyone was like, this is what I always wanted, and now we can put him away for a minute, you know? Um, That's fair. Uh, have you have you ever seen the original... Well, for those of you who don't know, I should preface. Uh, Life Day is a... <laughs> Some people are like, wait, what? <laughs> Life Day is a holiday in the fictional Star Wars universe that's maybe not fictional because it's a long time ago. It might be real. You don't know. Um, in, uh, in the original uh, Star Wars holiday special, which came out on November 17th, um, is it the 17th today? It is, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Um, uh, 1978, a year after mm-hmm. the first Star Wars movie, A New Hope, came out in theaters, they released this Star Wars holiday special that is truly Something. one of the weirdest, craziest things you can ever watch. It's um, absurd. The plot involves Han Solo trying to get Chewbacca back to Kashyyyk, to his family, because he, he has a wife and kids. Um, or a wife and a kid. A kid. Um, and uh, that's it. He's just trying to get his uh, Chewbacca Wookiee friend home for Life Day. And shenanigans ensue. The Empire arrives. Um, there's a stripper. Uh, there's a holographic... Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. She no. doesn't take her clothes off. But there is like a sexy dancer that a Wookiee is watching. Um, yeah, it's very... Yeah. Mm-hmm. B. Arthur sings a song in a cantina. Mm-hmm. It's wild. It, mm-hmm. It's, yeah, and I'm pretty sure, like, um, Mark Hamill is so strung out. Mark, oh, yeah. Sorry, I just called him out, but, Mark, like, he's, like... Mark Hamill is either strung out or has so much makeup on that he looks insane. Yeah. Because he's, he's, like, pla- his face is plasticky and he has, like, too much eyeshadow on. It's great. Have you seen the it's holiday special? something. I couldn't make... I've made three... I've made two genuine attempts, one half-hearted attempt. Couldn't make it past 20 minutes. Really? Yeah, I, every oh, time I just out. get to the long stretch of all Wookiee speech, and I, I go, I, with, I can't. With no subtitles. No subtitles. No. I can't. I can't. Yeah. My, my favorite part of, like, there's long segments where it's just Wookiees talking, and there's one where it is literally just a Wookiee in Wookiee speak putting together a machine for, like, minutes. Yeah. For full-on minutes of the, the thing, and it is delightful. Uh, not the word I would have chosen. I love it. Look, I, yeah. here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I watch the Star Wars Holiday Special every year. Um, um, I'm a big fan of it. I, I, I Usually I ingest some kind of substance, and I'm with friends who are also on some kind of substance. Uh, this year I'm not going to. This year, instead of watching the old Holiday Special, and this is the news part of this, because it being Life Day, that's not really news. You knew November 17th was going to be Life Day. What you didn't know, or you probably did, because we've talked about it on this show and it's very public, uh, there's a new holiday special coming out today. Um, The Star Wars Lego Holiday Special is premiering, has actually already premiered, uh, on Disney+. Plus. It's up now if you'd like to watch it. It is a intergalactic romp through time and space with your favorite Star Wars characters, past, present, and future. Mm -hmm. The baby... The baby. The child is in there. Mando's in there. Luke Skywalker's in there. We got Han Solo. We got Poe Dameron. We got Ray. Last name. I don't want to spoil that movie for the people who haven't seen it. That's um, fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm like, um, all your favorites are back. And um, are you? Are you? Do you think you're gonna check out the new holiday special? I probably will. I've seen Lego Batman. Lego does a really good job mm-hmm. of movies. Mm-hmm. I don't. Is it by Lego or is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 It is a team-up between Lego and Disney. Right. So they've yeah. done a great job, and I, I'll mm-hmm. probably check it out. I honestly think that it is an ad for the Lego Skywalker Saga game that's about to come out, um, which is all nine of the Skywalker... It's the first one that's like the entire franchise from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think that they were like, all right, how can we make a really, really great ad? But the reviews for it that I've seen thus far are pretty great. Um, I think, uh, I can't remember, uh, maybe it was Kotaku. Uh, one review was like, this is the closest thing we're going to get to episode 10, so enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. No, yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. Um, yeah, I'm excited. What about you? Are you going to watch it tonight with me? Yes. <laughs> Why are you, we're not watching, thank you for the moisture function for the Empire. Thank you. Why are you like that about this one? I just, I can't, like, Life Day makes me shudder now from, like, watching oh. Why? It's a great holiday. You, you can come over to me and Fanta's house if you want to just leave him to watch Life she Day. She actually can't. But, oh, um, okay, yeah. She can't drive. I can't drive. We have a car <laughs> and I can't drive. It's fine. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Okay, but it's, um, this is obvious, this is going to be very different. 
It's 2020. I, I hope this it isn't is. like some ABC television executive. The Lego decided... stuff is funny. Give it a give it a shot. Give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lego stuff is generally pretty good. No, no, I I will watch it with you. I just like I literally like can't like. I can't get over it. We were in Calgary, and you were like, wait, you haven't seen the Star Wars holiday special? And I was like, no, I didn't even know that that was a thing. And you made me Why would you do that to her? Here's the thing. Because he was hilarious. Kind. He was kind, and we actually, like, fast-forwarded through a few parts of it. Okay, yep. so yeah. I, I did appreciate it. The circus number? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The holographic I've, I've clips here and there. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it's so, so funny. You know, I did appreciate that. That was very sweet of you. But at the very least, I think that everyone should see B. Arthur's song in the cantina. It's sure. worth it. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. And it it's B. Arthur. Fun. Like it's like, oh god, you know, you just Yeah. It was it was something. I just I I I feel something. like I'm like scarred. Like I hear Life Day and I'm like like I just say, I like flinch away from it. Yeah, that's fair. It, it, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, I, like, like ever. <clears throat> My favorite thing about it is George Lucas was pissed. Oh yeah. Like it was literally like the television side of the studio. Was he like, was like, he was like, get rid of it, yeah. get rid of it, erase it, remove it, like. And for a long time, I had a VHS copy of it, um, and like it was the only way to watch it. Like my friends would be like, oh yeah, yeah, let's watch it because. It, it, it almost became more um, interesting to us because there was no access. They yeah. didn't, it wasn't sold anywhere. You couldn't like go to Blockbuster and rent it. Mm-hmm. And like I had like a copy of it that I think like my uncle had given to me that was like the actual television run of it that someone had taped. Oh, jeez. Um, and had like the yeah. commercials in it and everything. Um, and I, I, yeah. And now obviously I have like a, a digital copy of it, but um, it's just this insane insane look at what a television studio thought Star Wars was yeah. a year after it came out. And like, it's, it is... That's, oh, God. Yeah. It's not surprising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, one of my favorite things about it is it, it's, it's like one of those... Because Star Wars changed entertainment, right? Like, immediate post-Star Wars, we became very franchise-heavy and like all yeah. that idea. And so... Star Wars, the first Star Wars movie is kind of like the linchpin that all of culture turned on towards this IP idea. Mm-hmm. But in that turn, there was still a little bit of the old way left, and that's the Star Wars Holiday Special. It's like the last thumbprint of old yeah. of the old way of doing things yeah. that Star Wars and Jaws kind of like got rid of almost. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, Jaws and... Holiday Special. A Jaws holiday special would be hilarious. <laughs> the shark is just under the water. There is actually, um, there's a Christmas shark movie this year. Um, yes, there is. I, I think it's called Santa Shark. Uh, and it's about a shark that has a Santa hat on its fin mm. and has a candy cane horn. Mm. Um, and it's so like it's a... it's a narwhal. Well, no. A, nar- a narwhal has a nose. Not a horn. Is it a nose? Is it a nose? Yeah, the narwhal has like a big nose thing. Right. I mean, it yeah. comes out of the, its head. I... Yeah, but this is clearly a shark with a candy cane. With a candy cane horn. horn. Yeah, and he kills people with it. He like oh, comes out of the oh, water and stabs okay. them. Oh, it's like Sharknado, but it's Santa Shark. <gasps> I took a turn. <laughs> I thought this would be a family, family Santa baby shark, shark kind of. Like did, did I not show you the photos? No. Oh my gosh, I have been failing as uh, as a husband. Um, we will definitely be talking about Santa Shark in December. You best believe we are watching that movie. There's Because it's Santa Shark. And it's our job to talk about things on the internet. Mm-hmm. We need content. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe McKee, show, yeah. Here's the thing, Clarice. When you signed up to do a, a morning show with me, did you think that this is where we would end up with you having to watch? Santa Shark? No. Mm-mm. Not even a little. You've got to be on the forefront of all media now. Apparently, oh. not just nerdy stuff. Like here's the thing. I thought you know I, I was like okay, Star Wars holiday special. Like, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm sorry, Santa Shark. Yeah, Santa Shark. You guys coming okay. soon to televisions. If you have television, you probably don't. So um, <laughs> you'll probably torrent it. I guess I don't know how that works. Where do you, where do people watch TV movies now? I don't know. How maybe that'll be our Christmas movie. With or the Christmas patrons? Oh, dear. No, 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 no. No, we'll, we'll do something good, I promise. Unsubscribe. And, hey, look, our Patreon is, um, oh, we got actually removed from the platform by Patreon. That's an email. <laughs> 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 
Um, They're like, I'm sorry. You yeah, want it to says be... here, uh, sorry, but we do not want to associate with a brand that would debase itself in such a way. So. With Santa Shark. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. You yeah. know what? If I was patron, yeah. I'd do the same thing. They must be watching the video right now. Or the Empire, Yarl Maxi. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, in non in non Santa Shark news, uh, yeah. we got an announcement that we're getting a new CW DC superhero show <laughs> because we don't have enough. Um I think CW wants to be a superhero only network. Uh, yeah. Superheroes and Riverdale. <laughs> Um, that, uh, from, oh from the Berlantiverse, we are apparently getting Wonder Girl, which is going to be a Latina dreamer, uh, starring as the titular Wonder Girl mm -hmm. in yet another addition to the ever-expanding DCCW-verse. Um, so for those of you, uh, uh, explain what a dreamer is, because I didn't know. Oh, yes. For those of you who don't know, in the, uh, in the United States, there is a program called, um, The Dreamers. Uh, for children who are brought to the United States or born in the United States to uh, undocumented um, immigrants. And it is a legal um, loophole for them to stay in the United States um, because that's where they grew up. That's the only place they've ever known. To deport them would put them in a situation where, uh, you know, there are plenty of dreamers who don't even speak the language of the country that their parents are from. Uh, they are they're born and raised in the United States. Mm -hmm. um, or, or not, sorry, not born. If they're born in the United States, I believe that you're technically a citizen. I, I might have that wrong. But it is it is for children who were brought um, technically illegally to the United States when they didn't have a choice and don't know any other way of life. Mm -hmm. And it is a very contentious political issue between the left and the right in the States. Mm -hmm. The right wants to get rid of the dreamers and the left wants to protect them. I know. Um, Shocking. And um, it, it's been a big fight in the last few years with mm -hmm. uh, the Trump administration and so uh, the dreamers, uh, to, to, to make the lead of your show a dreamer is, um, a, is, a, is a rather political move mm -hmm. uh, as far as a network television show goes. Um, and it's definitely a statement about the politics of uh, the Berlantiverse and mm -hmm. the CWRverse. Obviously, it's, it's a statement that they've made many times. Um, they're about to have their first black uh, black Batwoman, yeah. um, who is also a lesbian. Uh, there is certainly not a, um, there, there's no, there, there, there's no, um, there's auspices no... that the CW versus Lean's right. Yeah, know? yeah, the, the, it's progressive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a very yeah. progressive franchise. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I know you, you've seen some of the CW shows, but you don't watch all of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think one of the Canaries was already LGBT. Was that... Am I right in saying that, or? Uh, yes, uh, White Canary. White Canary is bisexual. Okay. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. so yeah. They've done that. Yeah, I've I've seen a few things up until the the first crossover. I think is mm -hmm. where I watched where it was the Legends of Tomorrow and the Flash and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then I fell off. <laughs> yeah, and um, that's fair. Uh, Supergirl had a yes. transgender superhero on it. Um, uh, who works with Supergirl? Uh, uh, she was introduced. Uh, sorry, they were introduced in season four, I believe. Okay, I'm not um, that far. But. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. The, the the interesting thing about this news to me is that with this with this, you're essentially saying um, the CW will actively should should no shows get canceled. Actually, no, because this show would premiere after Supergirl, so this show would ostensibly take Supergirl because Supergirl is headed into its final season yeah, so Wonder Girl finishing. would take that slot mm -hmm. so assuming that Supergirl uh, this is after Supergirl you would have Green Arrow and the Canaries um, Black Lightning the announced Black Lightning spinoff Painkiller mm -hmm. Superman and Lois yep. Batwoman Flash this Wonder Girl mm -hmm. you're talking about having I, I, I might be forgetting one you're talking about having at least seven weekly... Oh, Legends of Tomorrow. You would, mm. You're yeah. talking about having eight weekly series on the CW. Eight hours. And, like, look, here's the thing, CW. I tried. I tried to watch every episode of every show. I did it for so many years. For It was Arrow, and I was like, I got this. Arrow Flash, I got this. Arrow Flash Supergirl, I got this. Arrow Flash Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, I got this. It's, it's getting hard. <laughs> I was with you there. Yeah. Yeah. If you think about it, eight... If you have 22 to 24 episodes a season, and there's eight of them, that is a hundred hours of my life a year to try and watch all of your shows. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, when you say it like that... That is... Absurd. Four 
full days, 24-hour days of my life per year to watch all of your shows. And that's not including that that HBO Max is going to have Green Lanterns, which is going to be rated M. Um, it's going to be an adult oh. show, apparently. Oh, Great. interesting. Um, Harley Quinn, uh, the Peacemaker television series. Right, that's coming out. Um, I can't even remember them all. There's others. Oh, the Batman has a television show. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, the prequel series about the Gotham City that's in the new Matt Reeves universe. Like, how, how many television shows can... Um, you okay? It's a lot of television. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a lot. It's it's a lot of shows. You're not going to be able to keep up. I know, but they all connect, and then they all cross over for the big crossover. So you kind of need to know what's going yeah, on. You like have to catch up. That's what I felt like. That's why yeah. I started watching the others. I'm like, oh, there's a crossover coming I up. Know. Quick, I must finish season two and three of Arrow. Like, gotta yeah. get it done. Well, and what's wild is the Titans on HBO Max has a Wonder Girl who isn't the same Wonder Girl, right? So we're going to have two Wonder Girls at the same time. Oh, mm-hmm. Red Hood is... Uh, there's Titans and Red Hood. I forgot about those. There's a yeah. Red Hood spinoff coming, a spinoff of Titans. Right. Um, from their everyone's favorite character from Titans. Um, uh, yeah. He's not. If you were going to spin off a character from Titans, if you were going to do it, it should have been anyone else. Um, <laughs> yeah, any other character from that show. Except for the whiniest one. Um, so, like, you literally are going to have, you're going to have, like, two DC universes of television shows happening at the same time that have some of the same characters, but they're different races. But, and they are connected, because in Legends of Tomorrow, they did all connect, but they're connected separately as well. I just can't, like, I don't know how to watch all of this television. Oh, Doom Patrol and Swamp Thing. I, oh oh my god. The list keeps growing, Well, there's a comic book explanation for all that. Multiverse. (laughs) I I know, but (laughs) I need a multiverse of Davids to watch all of the shows. Yeah, literally. Like, I can't, like, yeah, yeah. There's already not enough hours in the day. They're truly, they're truly... Like, I think they try to do something for everyone, but they don't realize that a lot of nerds and fans want to watch them all. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. yeah. If they didn't connect in crossovers, I wouldn't mind as much, because I would drop some of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, like to be honest, like I probably would have dropped Supergirl after season three. Mm-hmm. Um, it just went in a direction that is like for a certain group of people, and it wasn't necessarily for me. Even though I think that they were still doing great work, and... Um, I probably would have kept watching the episodes that like Tyler Hecklin was in, because uh, his Superman is is so good. <laughs> Him and Betsy Tulak's Superman and Lois show is my number one DC show now. It's not even out yet. I haven't seen a teaser, but Tyler Hecklin's Superman is the Superman I want in the world. He's mm-hmm. so positive. He's like that. And we talked about this when we were talking about um, rebooting Man of Steel the other day. Yeah. Where, like, I want Henry Cavill. I just want him to be happy, and I want him to be, like, the beacon of light. You know? That's the Superman I want. I want the beacon of light. I want the guy who shines like the sun. Yeah, but edgy. No. (laughs) Batman can be edgy. (laughs) Everyone else can be edgy. We've got enough angst. You can't, like... You can't make the strongest man in the world edgy. Because (laughs) there's no reason for him to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? The angsty Captain America? Oh, Oh, someone's calling me. Well, they're going to have to wait. They're going to have to wait. Don't you know we're doing a morning show? They nodded to it with a bearded cap, but even then, that wasn't angsty. It was just a little more... To be be fair, half the planet had died. Yeah. That's... That's reason to be angsty, I guess. Yeah. That's not even know. angst. That's just... Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that would be rough. That would that would be rough. Yeah. I wouldn't shave either. You know, I'd be like, no, I'm done. I'm just going to go but take a also, nap. But also, Chris Evans with a beard is super hot. Yeah. Yep. And we've met my quote of David talking about how hot a man is <laughs> on the morning show. But seriously, Chris Evans, like, that beard, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no, I he think pulled I, it off. I think I'd like you more with the beard. Yeah. He yeah. pulled it off. I Evan thought it was it. a good look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's true of most men to me, though. I think I just like beards. That's fair. Note to self, grow my beard back. <laughs> I mean, look, as soon as I shave, I, I'm doing the planters, I'm shaving this, and then I'm growing my beard back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'll see You'll see babyface David for like a day. Yeah. And then uh, the next time you'll see the mustache is next November. Thank God. Full year to wait. Yay. You're fine. I have a, I have a silly question uh, mm-hmm. on topic. Who's Wonder Girl? Oh, okay. Um, well, it depends. <laughs> It depends. I it's love... not a silly. It's not a silly question, but I have a silly answer for you. There are multiple Wonder Girls. Um, 
hmm. This is gonna be fun. So some of the one. <laughs> Some of the okay. can I open up a can of worms here? Sort of. There are. We need to get are, the cork board out. As far as I know, there's four Wonder Girls. I've never read a comic with this Wonder Girl, uh, the this Latina Wonder Girl that they're doing, who uh, gets her um, powers from a, a, a goddess from the country she's from. I don't know. I'm not familiar with her backstory, and she might be a new uh, character for the show. I'm not sure. I don't actually know. Um, but Orange Coon brings up there's Donna Troy and there's Cassie Sandsmark. Those are the two that most people know. Um, uh, they are both um, essentially Wonder Woman's Robin, but Wonder Woman is a terrible, terrible Batman in this case because she basically like hates having a Wonder Girl and like dismisses them a lot and like won't train them. Yeah. Um, and so they end up getting Ow. trained by other Amazons, typically, and they kind of function mostly in Teen Titans comics. So is she from th- Themis... Uh, th- Sometimes. Themis- Bless you. But both... <laughs> okay, so for, for, for those of you who read comics, you know that like there are a lot of retcons in comics where they go back and they change people's histories, right? Wonder uh, Both Wonder Do Girls over. have been retconned so many times that understanding who they are depends on like which decade of comics you're reading because they have completely different backstories. Same with Robin, right? Yeah. Like, let's try again. If you really, yeah. if you, well, the the Robin backstories are mostly consistent though. Like, like you know, you have like Dick Grayson has always been from the Grayson family circus. His parents died falling in a trapeze act. Um, Jason Todd has always been like the orphan. Like the, Damian right, Wayne, yeah, yeah. like those things are consistent. Donna Troy and Cassie Sandsmark literally have like sometimes oh, they're born on okay. Themyscira. Sometimes they're a girl that Wonder Woman <laughs> saved from a fire and then adopted. Sometimes they're. It, and okay. so, like, every 10 years, they completely change their backstories. Okay. Um, yeah, for fun. And honestly, if I'm being honest, Wonder Girl is um, mostly written into Teen Titans comics poorly by men who use her as a, like, abrasive woman character. Um, and if I'm going to be completely honest, sorry, DC Comics, Wonder Girl deserves better than the way that she's usually written. Um, it's usually, Teen Titans comics is a bunch of boys... It's usually uh, Superboy, uh, a, F- a Flash, and a Robin, um, and they are a great team together. And then Wonder Girl is there to whine, and it's bad writing. And Wonder Girl deserves better because she's the most powerful member of Teen Titans in a lot of Teen Titans teams, and is a natural leader that is just they, they just reduce her poorly in the writing, and mm-hmm. it's it's really a shame. Um, if you want to know more about Wonder Girl, there's a great podcast named uh, Geek History Lesson. Uh, hosted by Jason Inman and um, Ashley Victoria Robinson. I listen to every episode. I'm a huge fan of theirs. They just did a Wonder Girl episode a few um, months ago uh, that breaks down the entire backstory of both. They have two separate episodes for each Wonder Girl. That breaks down exactly all the very confusing things I'm trying to explain poorly right now um, because they do it in an hour and a half and I have two minutes. Um, (laughs) But I really recommend, uh, if you've never checked out Geek History Lesson, I really recommend it. Uh, mm-hmm. it is like they it's are. It's a fun podcast. They know their stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, they do. They really go in depth. <laughs> and so if you're if you're looking for that like <laughs> that that level of mm-hmm. depthness, that they're, they're good people to go to. And since so we're talking about charities, Jason Inman does an incredible thing every November. He uh, is a uh, a veteran uh, of the United States military. He uh, served in uh, Afghanistan, or no, I I believe he served in Iraq. Uh, and he does a thing every November where he raises money for um. Uh, care packages to be sent to soldiers who are currently serving overseas mm-hmm. uh, to send them comic books and things to uh, to brighten up their day and you know help them get through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he spent a year overseas doing that and he knows how important it is to have those touchstones from home. So if you would like to go to jasoninman.com and you can check out that charity uh, and uh, they just did their big drive and they raised like I think they're sending 333 care packages this year wow. um, so far um, to um Soldiers overseas sending comic books and stuff to, uh, you know, just give them something to do. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big awesome. fan of what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, my gosh. This this show's moving fast. And I we've mean, only gotten to, like, two news stories. I know. We have... we have. There was a lot of news today. If we don't get anything today, we'll, we'll get to it tomorrow. We'll get to it tomorrow. That's our... And then, and then there's That's just things that eventually we were like... We didn't talk about it. It wasn't that important. Um, are you a Snyder Cut fan? Are you are you excited for the Snyder Cut? I am super excited for the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. I was so let down by the original that Fair. I need something to... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please <laughs> fix it. So, based on your knowledge, what do you think the Snyder Cut is going to be? 
as far as like, you, what what are you expecting? Um, I you know I purposely haven't read too much about it, but but I'm hoping they fix the. Um, there's no reason that all of them got together. It was very loose. Mm-hmm. Like the reason they got together was just like let's raise Superman so he can do it, um, mm-hmm. which is a very poor reason to get together and fight as one. There was no pivotal moment like the Avengers where they needed to get together mm-hmm. and I hope Snyder Cut gives them a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you, do you have you heard that it's going to be a TV show? Um, is it a four part? It was. That's kind of the news today. So we were we were told <laughs> yeah. oh yeah y'all, Buckle up, y'all. Y'all know how I feel about the Snyder Cut. We were told and we talked about it yesterday because there was four additional minutes of footage from these reshoots. Now, it's not four parts anymore. Okay. No, it's six chapters and an epilogue. Oh. This two and a half hour movie is now going to come out in six parts with an epilogue. And I, wow. I, I'm just like, I'm at the point where I'm like, what is, what is happening? This is now the most expensive TV show I've ever made. Because now, so say, say he had a three hour movie, right? Yeah. Or, or a four-hour movie. Like, say even say he had a four-hour movie. If you cut a four-hour movie into six parts, it is a sit- It's like a f- 35 minutes an episode. Mm-hmm. So it's a sitcom now? Like, what? Yeah. Or I guess it's The Mandalorian. Is he trying to make it into The Mandalorian? But The Mandalorian is like, they're rarely 35 minutes. They're more usually 40 to 50 true, true, true. to an hour. You know what I mean? But And maybe this will be 40 to 50 minutes a chapter? But like what how how have we gone from four from a movie one movie to four episodes with no reshoots to four episodes with reshoots for four extra minutes of footage and now that we have four more minutes of footage we're at six episodes with a seventh tag Did they have end. enough like shooting to do that or Well but the shooting's only four more additional minutes like all of this oh. is supposed to be I just don't, I, I don't, I genuinely don't understand what's confused. going on. Cut it into a 10 part and put it on Quibi. <laughs> 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 oh, it would save Quibi. Oh, it would, honestly, it would save Quibi. Because I, I would sign up to watch, yeah. to watch. Yeah. Oh, but you'd have to watch it on your phone. Yeah. Oh, Zack Snyder would hate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, Zack Snyder also said he's upset that it's going to be in color because he thinks that people should watch it oh. in black and white. And I'm like, what is the point Wait, of doing the black and white Superman suit if the whole movie's in black and white, Zack Snyder? All the Superman suits are going to be black and white. What is the point of finally, I want to see the black and white Superman yeah. suit, but if the movie's in black and white, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Because then he's got the black Superman suit and he also has the kind of grayish Superman suit. Like Yeah, yeah. And then you're yeah. like, well... Oh man! Are you it's, ready for uh, a seven-part Snyder cut? No, like I'm now. I'm over it. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like now, I'm just like, no, I don't. Like I, I would have watched the movie. Mm-hmm. I would have watched the movie. Like, well, we're I, gonna watch it. Well, if we can, I don't know how that works in Canada. Yeah, but now I'm not gonna be happy about it. You know what I mean? Like, like, like Justice League was trash, and then like. I was like, I okay, like we'll, we'll get, like, a Snyder Cut, and, like, hopefully, you know, this will be... Because there was so much stuff that happened. I'm like, mm-hmm. look, I can understand why the movie was not good. Okay, I, I get it. I get it. I can be lenient in that way. Okay, great. We're going to get the Snyder Cut. We're going to see what it was meant to be before all the drama... Like, you know, before, before shit hit the fan. And then now, I'm like, what the hell are we getting? We are getting a new concoction that they're throwing together... Because there's no way this could have been the movie that we originally would have got. And that's why everyone, I thought, was excited about this. Yeah. I thought people were like, yeah, Snyder Cut, this is what we were supposed to get. And now you're not getting what you were supposed to get. You're mm. getting uh, probably like seven hours. I- I'm guessing. It's going to be six to seven hours, which no movie is that long. Like, but, the Lord of the Rings Extended Edition is only like four and a half. That, that, nothing is longer than that that I know of. Yeah. If we, if we assume... <laughs> that the plot of Justice League is still the plot of the movie uh, of the Snyder Cut, <laughs> which which is a huge assumption at this point. Yeah, I, I don't even know what it's about anymore. <laughs> where, like, where do the chapters fall? You know what I mean? Like, if you if you look at that Superman, if you or if you look at that movie, like, <laughs> where do you? I there's not six points or five Step points, one, I guess. Getting to together. Stop Step the two. film and be like, that's chapter one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Without some of them being like. 
some of the chapters being like, oh, that 10 minute chunk of the movie that's about that one thing. Is now an hour long. So like, I, I, I honestly don't know. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm. I, what would the epilogue be? Like. Well, do, they uh, all go for a beer after. Well, no, because we know, yeah, we know that. Scene. <laughs> I was about to say Doomsday. Um, no, we know that Darkseid shows up. Yeah. Uh, and they're not going to beat. Well, actually, they might beat Darkseid in this now that it's seven hours long. Like, it depends on how long it is. But um, Darkseid shows up. So I'm assuming that's either chapter six or the epilogue. Um, I I don't. And I here's the thing. They haven't said that they're going to release it in more than four parts yet. They've just... It's Jack, Zack... Jack Snyder. Jack Snyder. Jack Snyder here. Uh, no, Zack Snyder says that he has six chapters and an epilogue. But there's uh, officially it's still four parts. So we might get six chapters in four parts, which would make sense if, like, there's two chapters that are short and they come out as one episode because it's, like, one of them... They're both 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, there's a way that that makes sense in my brain uh, as far as a release of it. The, the problem is, if it is seven, that it means that we have a month and a half of Snyder Cut happening. Like, every, every Friday, it's like... Every, all, everyone's gonna freak out about the Snyder Cut and then there's gonna be all the anti-Snyder Cut people who are like this is trash and all the pro-Snyder Cut people who are like we don't like black people and um, you know it's just gonna be this weird <laughs> I, I feel wow. like he's, he's going like you know high school videographer like your first week in, in videography class where it's like we're, we're gonna make six chapters and, and it's gonna be Black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do all these like, really cool things that like people aren't doing, and you're like, dude, just, just, <laughs> just, just stop, just stop. like stop all your head. It's yeah, it's like it's like a person who you know has has a good idea, you know, you know they and and they're like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this thing. It's gonna be good, mm-hmm. and then they just don't let it go. Mm-hmm. They keep like touching it and changing it and fixing it and like. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like George Lucas did with some of the Star Wars stuff, where, like, (laughs) with the... Wait, what? George Lucas touched the Star Wars stuff? (laughs) Spoiler alert! I would love, I would love a Star Wars holiday special, the original, (laughs) that has been, that, like, they did, that George Lucas does a once-over on with more CGI. Oh my god. That's just the Star Wars holiday special, but George Lucas just adds in, like, bad CGI rabbits oh, no. running under speeders. I need oh, no. more Banthas in the forefront of the screen walking Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, but it's, it's the same, like, concept. Like, just leave it alone. Just, just leave it. <laughs> I, I want them to replace B. Arthur's song with a bad CGI Muppet just screaming into a microphone. Um, I do, I should comment, I made a bad joke there, um, I want to, I want to acknowledge that not all people who like the center cut are, uh, racist. Racist. I, I, the, but there, there were a significant number of people at Comic-Cons, uh, a few years ago who were the pro center cut people who also made it very clear that they were not tolerant of people who were not white men. Um, and I know that that is not everyone. I want to be very clear. I know that that is not everyone. There was a segment of that movement that I was very critical of for their intolerant views, and for the way that they made people of color feel at Comic-Cons. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just, I, it was a bad joke, maybe. But, um, I, but you know, the, but the, you know I'm, I'm intolerant of intolerance, and there were times at which the Snyder Cut movement felt more intolerant than I was comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And I totally get wanting to, um, I, I totally get wanting to see this movie. I totally get the hype for it. I understand. I um, did, yeah. What crushed me about the Center Cup movement was when I would see people using it as a platform to be intolerant of people of color or gay people or... And I know that's not everyone. I know that there, there, there was charity stuff. There was great Snyder Cut stuff on the other side. There's really two sides of the Snyder Cup movement. Mm-hmm. And, like, the people who raise money, you guys are awesome. Like, I, 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 I don't want to disparage that. There is another side of this Snyder Cut movement that was gross and that really, like made me distance myself from it completely because I didn't want to associate with that kind of um, just just intolerance. And, you know, we, we try to be a very tolerant place here at the Nerdy Nightly, and I, I just wanted to make that clear because I did make a joke that was, you know... I, a, a, a bit, a bit, a bit of a heavier joke than maybe I should on morning show. <laughs> um, yeah, some people haven't had their coffee yet. Why? It's like eleven fifteen. Although you know, in West Coast, it depends on where but. you are. Um, <laughs> Potassium says he mentioned the holiday special. The stream is now cursed. Potassium, it is Life Day. Of yeah, course, is, I mentioned it, the holiday it is special. Life day. We already t- we already talked about that. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I I'm I'm sad. Mm-hmm. I'm sad. I thought we were getting mm. a movie, and now I don't know what this is. 
And it now could, I'm not excited. going to watch it anyway, right? Well, yeah, we're yeah, yeah because we we know we do a morning show and right. Apparently, it might be like job. six twenty minute chunks. Oh, so, so you're like, in that's the you're in the I'm watching it because I have to camp. Well, now. kind of now, like on it, like before. I'm not gonna lie, I was very excited for it. I was like, oh, cool! I would love to see what this was supposed to be beforehand. Mm-hmm. And now that I know it's not going to be that, because there's just no way. There's no way that this mm. movie was going to be six and a half hours long, possibly. You know what I mean? I'm still hopeful. I'm still hopeful. I'm hopeful. I, here's the thing. Yeah. I, I, I I don't dislike the idea of the Justice League as this like super epic, expensive television show. I think it's a cool idea. I just... I'm... I'm I'm getting lost in the fact that it doesn't seem... And here's the thing. this The same people who are super pro-Snyder Cut are also the same people who, in, in a lot of cases, were are anti-Disney um, sequels. Mm-hmm. Um, th- those two things kind of fall in the same camp. And the argument from those people about the Disney sequels was like, well, there was no plan. They clearly just threw it together as they were going along, mm-hmm. and that's why it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't agree with, but, you know, that's your prerogative. Um this is clearly there's no plan. Like you, Zack Snyder cannot come out right now and be like, no, 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 no. I I know when I was filming the movie that I said that it was going to be two movies, but what I really meant back then was that I was going to put out a six chapter television show on a streaming service I didn't know existed yet. Yeah. Like that's just not. It's just not realistic. Yeah. That that's not a world that like uh, that's not that, that that's just not true. It can't be true. Mm-hmm. There's no way he intended for this to be six television shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so all those people clamoring for the Snyder Cut all that time, saying, like, no, we want to see it how he originally intended it, you're never going to. Yeah. And so, like, the thing that you fought for for so long now is not going to happen. Happening. It yeah. is literally this other thing, this new thing, that yeah. might be very good. Like, Zack Snyder's a smart guy. He's got beautiful artistic ideas about yeah. film. And, like, I, 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 I'm excited to see especially visually I'm excited to see Henry Cavill in the black suit like there's things that I was teased from that Mm -hmm. Justice League shoot that I do want to see totally I just wish it kind of felt like they were sticking to the plan of like you guys want the Snyder Cut here's the Snyder Cut yeah and instead we're like you guys want the Snyder Cut well Snyder is show running a television show using footage from a movie that's going to have act breaks where there shouldn't be act breaks because no movie has six act structure. Yeah. That's that doesn't exist. That it just doesn't. Like it's five act cuts, it's gonna be weird. It's yeah. yeah. Right. Like it's gonna cut two credits <laughs> in the middle of a movie. Yeah, that would be that would be weird. It would be like if Avengers like if you were watching Avengers on television and after the Thor Iron Man Captain America scene, they like get back on the Quinjet and then it's like to be continued. And you'd be like You're like, I what? All right, that didn't really that didn't feel like emotionally like anything happened. Yeah, yeah. It feels like we just started something and now we're like shifting. You know. Yeah. So I'm curious. I'm also curious if it does. Does this get a weekly release or do they jump all or the do chapters? Do they throw over? it all out there? Because at that point, take hey, weird the for a week, weekly release. Like you've got it all. It, it's all ready, right? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's the thing. I I literally am like I have no clue. I don't. I really don't. I, I I don't have an answer to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm upset. What a I'm show. Disappointed. <laughs> um, we have one last news story. I do want to get in in these last two minutes, and that is uh, we watched the trailer for Songbird. Yeah. Matt 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 Bay. Why am I getting all these directors' name wrong today? Jack Snyder and Matt Bay. Michael Bay's producing a uh, pandemic movie called Songbird about a uh, version of COVID that um. Uh, is more deadly Evolves and, and yeah. super mutated. COVID. Yeah. And so yeah. mm-hmm. that film, super COVID, exactly. Uh, that film is going to forego opening in theaters, we mm-hmm. found out, and is going to open December 10th on VOD. Yeah. That movie is going to open... It, look, based on projections of case numbers, that movie is going to open at a unbelievable peak in cases in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you interested in seeing a COVID mo- a movie about COVID wiping out humanity right now? Honestly, I'm torn. Like, I'm interested, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, really had enough of COVID. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When we watched the trailer, I thought, okay, like, next summer, this will come out. We'll all be a little bit... We'll all be, like, vaccinated and a little bit over it. Yeah. But now it's coming out next month. But now it's coming Less out in, like... Yeah, it's coming out in, like, three weeks, and it's about 
what yeah. we're going through mm-hmm. at a time when like it's getting worse. Like we're not like in like a lull where people feel kind of safe. Like yeah, there was a hundred and eighty five thousand cases two days ago in the United States. Just that one day. Yeah. I don't understand the strategy. I really thought it was like, okay, we filmed it, but we're going to put it out next year. Yeah. You guys, we just hit 500 followers. Woo! Hey! Hey! 500 <laughs> followers, Nerdy Nightly! <laughs> Thank you, Captain <laughs> Potato and Kulknor. Oh, we're over. We are over 500 followers. What a way... What a way to end the show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Um, But yeah, we will probably watch that movie so we can talk about it with you. Yeah, um, yeah, because we, we, you know, it's it's part of the news and we do want to... Hyped in the chat. Hyped <laughs> in the chat. Thank you for that fantastic. Um, yeah, when we talked about this last time, you know, it was kind of like mm, a little bit in poor taste, you know? Yeah. And one of those things where um, if you had maybe just named it something else... It would have felt a little less close to home. You know what I mean? Because people watched, when the pandemic started, people mm-hmm. watched Contagion like crazy. That was like the most watched thing on that for a while. It. We watched it. Yeah. And like, you know, if it was just that half a step removed, I think I think it would be, um, I think there'd be more interest in it. But there's definitely going to be that boat of people who are like, no, too close to home. Or, you know, people who have lost people in their lives because of COVID. Or, you know, this has really like ruined their lives in a certain way. I think... I mean, the, I think, the yeah. number of people who are going to be in the hospital dealing As with COVID when this movie out. comes out. Yeah. You should have waited till the summer, guys. Like, there's going to be hospitals literally overflowing. Yeah. Yes. Overflowing with people. Do you yes. think some people need to see it right now to show what, like, what this really could be if it gets bad? I, this is, it's, I, you haven't seen the trailer, right? No. It's, it's such a, mutated, a, it's like, such a, like, people, like, if you're infected, you are, like, sent to, like, a camp. Like, it's such a, it, it's like an apocalyptic version of it. It's okay. so yeah. over the top. It's very, um, it's a lot. And <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I can't, the timing of this is so, I think they're trying to capital, and here, I don't want to assume gross intent. I don't, right? No, I think I'm that these, sure it's not that. These are artists who are trying to make art about what's happening in the world, and I respect that. Yeah. I really do. I understand that. That's how we deal with these things as artists. I think that, because <laughs> I, I don't want to think that it's about taking advantage of a situation and trying to do something topical mm-hmm. but it kind of has that feeling because of when mm-hmm. they're putting it out yeah and i just wish i just wish the timing was better honestly yeah. like more than anything i just wish that like i would have been happier to see it next summer you know yeah hopefully when we're over things and it's like a look back on yeah, yeah. When, when there's yeah. a vaccine and like when you can kind of like go outside without yeah. feeling you know i went i wrote um uh, i went to um Oh, thank you for the biddies, Dark Fitch badge. <laughs> Little baby Yoda sipping his coffee, his morning coffee. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It it just it, it just seems poorly timed, um, yeah. as far as release, especially with the pandemic getting worse right now. It just seems I, yeah. I just don't understand the timing of it. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's life. Yep. That's, that's... <laughs> um, yep. Mello, thank you for being here. Thank you yeah. for having me. This, it's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we, we, um, I moved to, for those of you who don't know, I moved to Toronto at the beginning of October because this is where my wife has uh, been living and uh, she can't live in the States and can't cross the border anyway. So we decided that Toronto was where we were going to end up. And I was very scared because I was like, oh, I don't have friends there. Like, I don't know anyone there. And so meeting you and Fanta in real life and becoming friends and um, it, it's, it's meant a lot to me. So I just want to say thank you for that. And thank you for inviting me onto your Movember team. Great. I, I hope, I think there's a link in the description if people want to donate. There is. Yeah. In the panels down below, we're also going to drop something in the chat. Um, if you would like to donate to our Movember team, you can click on that link. Uh, and um, yeah, if I'm at $170 out of $250, so if we hit that $250 goal, I am going to do a full stream uh, as Ned Flanders. I'm gonna try and find. Please. I'm gonna try and find a game that Ned Flanders would have like a problem with. So I might play like I don't think I can play like a sex simulator on stream, but like something something like definitely adult, um, which may just be Valhalla. Honestly, like uh, <laughs> oh Ned Flanders God. reacting to all the blood in Valhalla might really um, might really be hilarious. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was gonna say, where can people find you on the internet? But you're not. You you don't stream. You're not like doing the. No, people can find me commenting on random streams. <laughs> In the Twitchverse. <laughs> it's fun. I've never, like, because I've had a few guests on the podcast before, and it's fun to have someone who you're like, plug something, and you're like, I don't do that. That's yeah, not my yeah. life. And I'm like, wait, you don't you don't have to plug yourself everywhere you go? 
You're not like talking about your merch every other Roll day. Roll along with the wind. I love that. That would be nice. <laughs> uh, y'all, uh, I'm going to be on the stream uh, today. Uh, I think 4 p.m. Eastern or 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I can't remember what I said. It's in Later. my schedule. Um, I'm going to be playing Valhalla tonight. I'm finally getting back into the game, uh, which I'm very excited about. And I'll be streaming that through most of the night. And uh, Clarus, what, what are you plugging today? Um, I'm, I mean, I'm streaming tomorrow. Mm-hmm. More Skyrim. Um, I, I got some mod stuff I think I'm going to figure out. But no, um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, oh, we have our 420 stream on Sunday. Yes. On Sunday, we are going to be doing edibles and playing Jackbox on stream. Um, <laughs> it's going to be... We're in Canada. It's legal. It, we, yes. Uh, we're going to go buy drugs from the government. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be getting high and playing Jackbox with you all. Maybe some Among Us. Maybe some... (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine playing Stoned Among Us. That has to happen. All right, we're going to play some Jackbox, and we're going to play some Among Us. Mm -hmm. Um, That's so... (laughs) Why didn't we think of that first? I thought of it. 420 Among Us sounds so ridiculous. Super paranoid. Um, So please go check that out. Um, Say hi to Mello when you see him in the chats on Twitch. Yeah. And as we always say here, my name's David Webb. I'm Mariella Edwards. Do something nerdy tonight. (laughs) Bye. Bye-bye.